B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now I'm Tad. We have Drex. Hey. And Kara. Hey. <laughs> hi, hi. How are you? I wasn't sure if you were there. Yeah. Um, so my wife doesn't know this yet, but I've invited another woman to move into our house. Ooh. Excuse me? Um, the guest room is all prepared for Judge Judy. Oh. Because <laughs> I don't need a therapist to help my wife and I work out our quote-unquote problems. I need a Supreme Court justice to come in there, hear both sides of the argument, rule in my favor, and then we move on. Rule in your favor. How come we always have to rule in your favor? I'm just kidding. My wife and I just, we get along. But there are certain times where something comes up and I just wish it could just be dealt with. Like in a in a more organized setting rather than have to worry about feelings and you said it wrong and you handled the situation wrong. Well, so, Tad, usually that's what a marriage is, is working out problems together and then they bring you closer together. But you're saying if there was a third party to do some, what do they call it when you go to mediation? mediation rule. Yeah. Just you need rule. A, you need a live-in mediator? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we go, I don't think this, I think this, and we just turn to the... To yeah. the judge who happens to be sitting there enjoying a bowl of cereal. Who's on? Like, what do you say? On salary at your they, house. They've got not, no skin in the game. All right. They go, boom, you were right. Okay, fine. Accept, confront, accept, and move on. <laughs> so I was walking by my wife's car yesterday, and I saw Top sitting on the front seat of her car. <gasps> car door was unlocked. Oh, no. So what was I supposed to do in that situation? What, what do you do? I mean, open the door and take the laptop, the laptop and, and then go inside and, and set say, it down. I oh. saw that your laptop was in the car. Did you know it was unlocked? You, you think that you think that and that's my wife says the same thing. But I just feel like in that situation or really in any situation where a quote unquote correction needs to be made or a mistake was made. Mm hmm. You're just better off accepting that, you know, so what's another thousand bucks? We'll just buy another computer when the car gets robbed. Because we don't live in like some quiet little neighborhood. We live uh, in like close to the Marta line, like right. close to like the, the action. Yeah. So the fear is that your wife's car, Ted, is going to get broken into and the laptop is going to get stolen. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what did I do? I did exactly what Drex said. I took the laptop <laughs> out of the car and I... Brought it inside, mm -hmm. and I put it in the closet. You put it in the closet, so you, you hid it from her. You acted as if you were a robber. You you burgled your own because wife. I wanted her to get that <laughs> hit in her stomach. Yeah, followed by a tizzy. Oh boy! Uh -huh. And then she realizes on her own, and then I am my hands are clean. I just. Mm. showed her what would have happened. She makes the realizations. There didn't have to be any sort of, uh, you know, full house moment where I sit on the side of the bed <laughs> like Danny Tanner. And I know what you're going to say. And that's exactly, can we hear him? I talked to my Please. wife about it and how yeah, I handled this the situation. Feel yucky. Are you my dad? Oh. Do you need to teach me a lesson like that? You could have been like, I saw that your computer was in the car. So, mm -hmm. so I just grabbed it because I didn't want it to get stolen. I'd have been like, oh my God, thank you. I thought yep. it was locked. So I appreciate that. Yep. Or maybe you roll your eyes. It depends on the way you say it, because you could have been like, hey, you can be. No, this is accurate. Hey, I can't even do your voice. You left your, your computer in your car and it was unlocked, so I grabbed it. 
So you're welcome. See, I contend that there's no way out of that situation. You know what you could have done is just found my keys and locked it. Somehow you leaving your computer in an unlocked car in the middle of a major metropolitan city is a trap for me that I could never say anything. Somehow I'm in trouble. You're trying to teach me a lesson. How far were you going to go? Like crack my windshield? Mm, good question. What a, How far were you planning on going? What, what a jerk, Tad. Me? Yeah. Jerk move. How Un, dare you? Uncalled for. Unnecessary. Just bring the laptop in, set it down, have a nice tone, and then you know what might happen? Some romance time? No. You know what's no, not going to no. happen now? Any <laughs> romance time? You're, no. I'm being missed. What is guaranteed to happen, no matter what I were to say, would be... And I would walk away being like, well, I guess the only way to do it. That's why these tactics are even being. Imp- if I could just say to my wife, hey, wanted to let you know your laptop was in the. Then she'd be like, I don't like your tone. Eye rolling. <laughs> it's oh. like it's a trap for me. Like, I didn't leave the computer in the car. Should I just accept <laughs> that? Should I just. OK, free laptops for everybody. Give my address out. You just made up a fake scenario, though. Was did I handle it wrong or. Was that being like her dad? That's the question. Do I owe her an apology mm-hmm. for this? Because she said I could have been like, sweetheart. Right. Like the the sitcom version of it, <laughs> you know? But it never, that doesn't, I've tried that too. Phyllis <laughs> <laughs> isn't coming. Hi, Tad. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, she used your first name. You're in trouble, she buddy. She's my middle name. Right. Oh, no, he's not in trouble. I'm on Tad's side. Whoa. <laughs> wow. All right. Because I never, ever leave anything valuable, visible in my car. If you do, somebody's going to break the glass mm-hmm. and take it. So you, she, I mean, she's calling you saying you're not, you know, you're not my dad. You shouldn't be teaching me a lesson. She should be more grown up about it and realize you can't leave something valuable oh, me, like that in a car. That was Phyllis and Cumming making those comments, not <laughs> me, just, so that, just for the record. Um, and, you yeah. know, the other thing, the only thing that tipped her off that something was wrong and that it wasn't really a robbery was the fact that she left her wallet in there as well. She left her purse. <gasps> oh, yeah, my all gosh. Of this stuff. She was like, so I was like, I was confused why they didn't take this other stuff. This is what I'm uh, dealing with here. Yeah. Oh, I, I think you just turned me to your side, Tad. If all of that, all of that important stuff she left in the car unlocked. When the laptop and the purse and the wallet and the money all get stolen. Who's who's going to be replacing the computer? Then it's like, oh, you're not getting me a new computer because you're treating me like a child. Daddy's not going to buy me a new computer. It is a trap for me. I leave the car unlocked. Thank well, you, yeah, fellas. Welcome to marriage. A lose-lose in a situation. It really yeah. is. It really is. That's why Judge Judy needs to move in. I got plenty of room. Todd and Drax are keeping you up to date with everything you need to know. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Braid Up Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 727 got uh, sunshine with a chance of a shower later on today. Same tomorrow. 91 for a high. What's going on, Kara? Just as all the virtual learning with this new school year is gearing up and more and more people are still working from home, police and cybersecurity experts are warning people that thieves have been taking major advantage of some local men and women. So there have been two major thefts that were in Roswell recently, totaling more than 30 grand. Both of these instances, they got um, some kind of correspondence from people claiming to be from tech support with Microsoft 
offering to help them clean up viruses on their computers, and they ask for remote access. And once you give them that remote access, they've got you. One woman gave up almost $10,000 in Google Play cards before she realized it was a scam. And then the other person got hit for $20,000. So be very careful. Note they will never ask you for money or access onto your computer. If you ever think that, you know, you've gotten something like this by mistake or that it's a scam, make sure to report it. The major scam sign is always when they ask for a gift card. We We had someone claiming they were from a local sheriff's office and that my wife had a warrant out for her arrest and they wanted to meet her in a parking lot oh, and no. get a get a gift card for the bail amount. <sighs> yeah, and so we were, I was going to play along with it and like meet him there and then be like surprise, it's mm-hmm. me. So yeah, y'all just be on the lookout. We right. made a good feeling after that. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, wait. I'm sorry. I'm Clark Howard. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. This is kind of cool. George's own Jeff Foxworthy is unloading some of his sports and entertainment memorabilia and some other personal items in a big estate sale this weekend. And it's open to the public. So where is he moving from and to? So he's in Johns Creek and he's downsizing into a new home in Brookhaven. Mm, my wife has a lot of clients that have done that. They have the big suburban home and then they sell it and they want to like move back into the city. My question to you guys, if we were to be having a big estate sale, what would be like the number one thing that would draw people to come look at your stuff? Oh, I mean, my wife is, has an issue with pillows. So we you have a bunch of decorative you, pillows? You, you, when I when I say my wife has an issue with pillows, I imagine you think that we have maybe 10 or 15 extra pillows in the basement. A hundred. There's a hundred decor pillows in our basement. One Hundred. Well, I believe that. Can you? Do you even know what a hundred pillows looks like? I bet there's more than a hundred pillows. To be totally honest with it you, it looks like how frustrated I sound. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you know, I think I just figured out a way to settle arguments in your house. Pillow fight, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's, your wife is just stockpiling yeah. for the inevitable. Yeah. Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. We are sponsored by Rick Hendricks Chevrolet and Hello Terry in Atlanta. Hi, how are you? Great. Would you kick Kara out of the studio for us? Get out, Kara. See you, Terry. Good luck. You too. All right, so Kara's going to leave the room. We're going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in and ask her the same exact questions. All you have to do is answer more right than Kara. Sounds so easy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> $100 on the line. Here we go. Question one. Name the streaming service whose opening sound was almost going to be a goat scream. What is that streaming service? Oh, wow. Um, Netflix. Question two. Jason Momoa surprised his wife with a fully restored 1965 Mustang for her birthday. What car company makes Mustangs? Ford. Question three, Comedy Central is reviving Ren and Stimpy. What network did the show originally air on? Nickelodeon. Number four, Disney is eyeing Tom Hanks to play Pinocchio's dad. What was his name? Geppetto. Number five, Walmart. This lady, by the way, is going to win today. Oh, it feels like it. I feel like that was just, you know, when Regis, he was like, I would have used a lifeline and called his dad and told him he got a million dollars. I'm telling her right now. Finally, question five, Walmart. Announced they're going to hold free drive-in movies in their parking lots. What's the last name of the family that owns Walmart? Walden. 
bring Kara back in. Oh, Terry and Atlanta did fantastic this morning, getting four right. Super tough oh. questions. I thought for sure you got all five. We'll, we'll see where you went wrong. Four is a number, Kara. Uh-oh. Terry's tough today. Okay. Same questions. All number right. one. Name the streaming service whose opening sound was going to be a goat scream at one point. What's that Netflix. streaming Netflix. Yeah, Terry got that right, one to one. Number two, Jason Momoa surprised his wife with a fully restored 1965 Mustang for her birthday. What car company makes Mustangs? Ford. That's what Terry said as well. Y'all are knotted up at two. Number three, Comedy Central is reviving Ren and Stimpy. What network did the show originally air on? Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's what Terry said. Tied at three. Number four, Disney's eyeing Tom Hanks to play Pinocchio's dad. What was his name? Geppetto. Did he sing When You Wish Upon a Star? No, that was Jiminy Cricket who sang. Jimmy Cricket's in that movie, though, right? Yeah. Oh, all right, listen, I didn't know. All right, four to four, that's what Terry said. You didn't know the answers to your own questions. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, number five, Walmart announced they will hold free drive-in movies in their parking lot. What's the last name of the family that owns Walmart? It's the Waltons, I believe. Terry said Waldens. Oh, you really serious? Yeah, go back and check the tape. She put a D instead of a T. Oh, final score. Kara got all five. Terry in Atlanta, four. Terry, are you smarter than Kara? I guess not. Almost. 835 (laughs) wins and 30 losses, Kara. Sorry, Terry. All right. Yeah, have a great day. You too. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Tad and Drex show. You idiot. What? (laughs) What did you do? Well, uh, Ted, Kara, has anybody ever said to you, it's nothing personal, it's just business? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Whenever anybody's told me that, usually it's like it's a boss who's firing you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I see where you're going. Like, I can see the bottom line. I'm dead weight. So cut me. (laughs) Nothing personal. I understand. It's just business. So when when I called my... Uh, daughter's principal yesterday, and he said that. I was like, yes, I agree, but we're not in that scenario right now. It's more than business, you're saying? Well, when I call my daughter's principal, I think I ruined her academic future. (laughs) So my daughter goes to this small Christian school, and we absolutely love it. You know, our daughter's um, faith-based education, that was a number one priority Mm -hmm. for us. And uh, because it's a small Christian school, um, we know a lot of the people there. You know all the teachers, you know all the administration. And we actually had met one of the second grade teachers like five years ago, Mm -hmm. before school was even a, a blip on our radar. And we started to develop a relationship with this second grade teacher. Let's just call her Kelly. She is an amazing woman. We love her to death. Like I've been at a part, uh, like a friend's party before, and she's there. And I remember telling her, like, I'm just praying to God that my daughter gets you as her second grade Aww. teacher. What was her name again? Kelly. The fake name. Yeah, fake name. Your Kelly. daughter knew uh, Kelly in the wild. Oh yeah, I've seen her in the wild all the time. Very odd. Yeah, and so we're leading up now to second grade, and 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 that's been the build up all summer. It's like, boy, I hope we get Miss Kelly. Oh, it's going to be so great if you get Miss Kelly. My daughter wants Miss Kelly. My wife wants her. And then the class list and the teacher's name come out yesterday, and we don't get Miss mm. Kelly. And that's when Dad steps uh. in. To place a call to the principal to see if we can figure this out. Let's just have an open line of communication. <laughs> and that's when he's and that's when the principal tells me, like, you know, this is it's 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 this is this is personal. This is business and this is personal. I said, mm. No, it's not. What are you talking about? He goes, It is hard. We've seen the study shows that it is hard for a parent to separate 
the teacher friend relationship when they have one. Yep. Like uh. if Miss Kelly has to discipline your child or come mm-hmm. to you guys with a problem, it's going to create some sort of resentment. Y'all's relationship is going to be tarnished. I said, no, I disagree with that. I can do the business versus personal uh, correlation. I can separate those two things. He goes, not with your kids, you can't. Mm. You're proving it with this phone call, sir. Right. You th- no, come on. <laughs> totally. Well, and so we end up getting off the line. I don't get what I want, so now I'm really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I'm not going to take what the principal told me that you can't, if you have a, a friend who's a teacher, the kid can't be in that class. You can't separate the teacher from the friend aspect of the relationship. So what are you going to do? I, keep fighting it. I don't know because I, I don't. Ag- I don't agree with that. School board. There is no so school board because no it's a private, private school. So it's like judge, jury, and execution is all the same person. Yeah, yeah but I. I, I don't. I. I want to fight it. And now we have Allison and Tucker, who's a teacher, yeah. who says the same thing. So I just want to say that having your friend's kid in your class is a huge mistake. Okay. All right. And our district has a rule about it, and there's a rule because of me. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> what happened? I got married over a quick weekend during the school year, and my matron of honor was the mother of one of the kids in my class. Ah. And during my wedding reception, we're on the dance floor, everyone's having a good time, and my friend jokingly, I thought, said to me, like, you should cancel the science project that's due on Monday because there's no way I can help Ben with it. And okay. I was like, haha, what? <laughs> so you guys are out on the floor um, having a good time, and she says that. Cancel the science project. <laughs> and you're like, woo. And were you like, I actually, um, I assigned it a week ago, and you had seven days, and you're waiting <laughs> to the last minute. <laughs> okay, so that happens, but you weren't going to cancel the science project. So where did the problem start? So Monday rolls around, and Ben, her kid, doesn't turn in his project. So I have to give him a failing grade, right? Right. You're doing everything by the book so far. Yeah. And my friend calls the principal and complains. (gasps) She says she was so overwhelmed with her matron of honor duties that she couldn't help her son with the project, and that it was all my fault. Was your friend still drunk from the wedding when she made that call? Two days later, we both end up in the principal's office. Her kid is taken out of my class, and we basically haven't spoken since. And that was three years ago. This woman was your matron of honor. She was a good friend of yours. Yep. Was being the operative word. Yeah, if she was such a good friend of hers, she wouldn't have gone to the principal. And you don't need science to figure that out. Right. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 827. I don't even need to look at the forecast. I know what it is. Partly cloudy with a chance of showers and storms later on this (laughs) afternoon. And hot. (laughs) What's going on, Kara? So going to the drive-in seems to be the big thing right now. Concerts and movies, but... Most of them have a pretty hefty price tag. I think the Garth Brooks show was like $115 ah. a ticket. Yeah. And uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani's thing that was last week, that was like $125 a ticket. Kind of crazy. But 
now Walmart is deciding to open up a few of their huge parking lots and host a couple of free drive-in movies. Right now, it looks like the store in Athens and Loganville are going to be the two closest ones. Hopefully, we'll have some more that will decide to join in on the fun. They're going to be showing movies from like Ghostbusters to Teen Titans Go and Space Jam. And you've got to get tickets, but they're free. So you got to go to the WalmartDriveIn.com to get those. What are they going to do with all the carts in the parking lot? Because the last thing I want. You know, some uh, wild youths pushing around those carts and my car gets dinged. Come on. You know, I used to work at Walmart. It was one of my first jobs. Mm. And I guarantee you that one of those employees will be out there clearing all of those carts ahead of time. You're putting a personal guarantee on this. Yep. I need to talk to you after the show because uh, my backup plan at my age Mm -hmm. is to become a greeter. So I'd like to... Get to know a little bit more about the company. They got great benefits. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good feeling. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Okay, so over the last few months, things have been crazy, and we've seen all kinds of people stepping up to help others. But we've got a local 14-year-old that has created a worldwide network to let people who are still in isolation know that they are loved. Her name is Jessica Ong, and she said that she started Cards for Kindness after being in quarantine at home and really realizing how important it is to stay connected to others. Allow everybody to have that really amazing feeling of knowing that you're loved and knowing that you're supported. So now she's organized about 350 different ambassadors all over the world who make and distribute cards to essential workers and senior centers and hospitals all over the place. You think about it, the most vulnerable group of people are the elderly, Mm -hmm. how isolating that must be. I mean, if you couldn't get your grandkids to visit during normal times... So things like this are really it's awesome. It's huge. It's really huge. So if you want to support them or get more info or maybe help out, check out cards, the number four kindness at gmail.com. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. I'm Tad. Hello, Drex. Blessings. Hello, Kara. Good morning. I was born in Vermont. Mm. That's in New England. <laughs> Sports is starting to get back. People go, who are you a fan of? I roll my eyes because I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course, (laughs) Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox, Patriots. And I'm a long-suffering Patriots fan, so Mm -hmm. get off me. Uh, Ted, I I wonder if 95% of the country thinks that New England is a city in Massachusetts. Did you ever hear that growing up? Yes. Recently, somebody thought that New England was a state because there's the Georgia, the Utah Jazz. Or or a city. Yeah. Yeah. And so New England is a collection of six states. What? That's wacky. (laughs) But so I'm not very exciting when it comes to like, who are you a fan of? And I answer and I say where I was born and people go, oh, get it. But that's not what I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is when that conversation comes up, the people are like, well, I married into it or the path to the favorite sports team is weird. I have a friend who I think he grew up in Indiana and was a New York Giants fan. I was like, why are you a Giants fan? He was poor growing up and somebody gave him uh, New York Giants bed sheets. (laughs) And And boom, after that. Instant fan. Right. Well, that's interesting because our, our, like our DJ coach, Tracy, Mm -hmm. he's a huge Braves fan. Right. He lives in San Diego, California, San Diego. Yeah. And there's no rhyme or I, I think he said that he grew up maybe in. 
Nebraska and Braves was the only games that would show up on TV. Right, because it was nationally televised. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Kara, anything for you? Yeah, so I guess it was my first kind of young love boyfriend summer crush, and he was obsessed with the North Carolina Tar Heels and had, like, the cutest hat, and it was this baby blue color, and I just really liked him. So I became a Tar Heels fan for a good while. Hysterical. Oh, that's that's a good flag to show up. If my daughter all of a sudden starts liking the Steelers or something, I'll be like, where's that punk? And you'll know where to go. My dad was like, where all of a sudden are you a Tar Heels fan? And I'm like, well. There's this boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> so we asked this question on our Facebook page, B98.5 on Facebook. What strange reason do you have for following a sports team? By far, my favorite has been Richard Diaz, who said he had a bunch of friends that were into football and they would meet up at places and watch the games. But growing up, he never watched or had a team. So as all of his buddies watched every Sunday, he decided to see if any of the teams appealed to him. And then suddenly the Tampa Bay Buccaneers scored a touchdown and they shot cannons off a pirate ship in the middle of the stadium. He said it was so cool that he went with them and they're not such a great team, but he never really watched football anyway. So he didn't care. Just fire them cannons. (laughs) That is very cool. Tampa Bay does have one of the greatest celebrations. And I think the reason why people love it so much is that it is seen so in frequently (laughs) (laughs) until probably now yeah because they got the tv now boy thanks for listening to the tad and drug show podcast subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m on b98.5